Thanks for tuning in to the teaching ministry of Mike Hilson, Senior Pastor of New Life Wesleyan Church of La Plata, Maryland. It's a church that plants churches and of Where You Are Church, an online church helping people reconnect with God through practical content and a growing community. Hey, we're glad that you're taking time to listen to this week's message. We hope this teaching helps you love God and love people better every single day. And if you enjoy what you hear today, consider sharing it with someone else. Now, enjoy today's teaching. Getting proper perspective on the world around us is a matter of allowing God through the Holy Spirit to let me see, watch, what is real, what is right, and what is true. And, and, and I, need you to accept, I need you to come to grips with the fact that there is knowable truth in this world. There is knowable reality in this world. I understand. I understand that a lot, a lot of you have been through uh, education or, phil, or philo, ph- philosophical thinking and training that says to you that objective truth is not a real thing. I understand. I understand all the philosophical arguments that say this is a table only because I assigned to it the idea and the label, the identity of tableness. If the table could actually speak to me, it might not want to be a table. It might. Ch- I understand that philosophical position. And, and I'm not here to come against that, but I am here to tell you that there is a God and that God gives us some knowable truths, some knowable realities. There, that, that perspective, that, that worldview, if you will, will allow me to believe that there is someone in charge. Listen very carefully. If there is no knowable truth, thereby there is no God or at least knowable God then there is then the concept the idea of purpose is a meaningless concept because i can't really have purpose in my life if there is no direction to the world around me it requires a god that is in charge a creator a designer if you will for me to have purpose inside the design of what is around me. And I know this seems like, wow, you're getting awful deep for a Christmas sermon. Stay with me. What All I need you to deal with is the perspective God gives me by showing me some truths is what can bring me peace in a, in, in a seemingly chaotic moment. Because I know God's in charge. I know I'm going to be okay. And so, so I, I, I need that perspective to take place. But if I am to find that truth, there are some steps to that. So in order, in order to pursue this, I want to go to Matthew. I want to go to the Gospel of Matthew today, and I want to start with chapter 2. And we're going to deal with the Magi, or the, or the wise men, who came across and, um, and, and came to see Jesus. And I want to unpack this, because they're, they're known as wise, learned men. They're known as people who have studied and who know things. And so I, I want to unpack how do they find wisdom, because ultimately I want to get to wisdom. Now, understand this. Wisdom is truth applied. So what we want to get to is wisdom. But listen, you can't get to wisdom without first going through truth. So watch. Uh, Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? Watch. We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. We saw, listen to it, his star. There's a special star. Something changed. 
something is different in the sky. These Eastern philosophers, these Eastern thinkers were known to track with the sky and to, and, to, and to use that to map out what was going to happen, what might happen, the times of the year, the direction. They knew, they knew the patterns in the sky and there was a new, there was something new that happened in that pattern. And so they said, well, now we know what that says to us or at least we know where that's taking us. They were, they, they were looking for, they were seeking, listen, wisdom seeks out truth. It must start there. You must seek out truth if you are ever going to have wisdom. Now, wisdom is truth applied, so it's, an, it's another step. So watch, Tr truth, knowledge, is knowing that a tomato is a fruit, right? Wisdom is knowing better than to put it in a fruit salad. You don't put a tomato in a fruit salad. That's not right. But, but, but it is a fruit. So knowledge and wisdom, it, it takes an application of your knowledge to make wisdom work. And so, so what we've got to understand is that wisdom starts out by seeking truth. We've got to look for it. You've got, you've, got, you've got to look and watch what's changing in the world. What changed? Why did it change? What should I learn from this change? You've got to actually think. Can I, y'all, can I be honest with you? I don't, I don't in any way want to be offensive. I think if, I think if, if, if we could get you to think through the things that happen in your life, if we could get you to actually just think more deeply than the rest of uh, the rest of society. Quite frankly, if you're willing to think deeply and look for truth, I can put you I can put you in the top 10 percent of thinkers inside of our society because our society has been taught not to think. They've been taught to turn their brain off and just accept what they've been given and buy what they're told to buy when they're told to buy it in the volumes they're told to buy it in. That's, what, that's just what's happening around us. But the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says, seek out truth. And understand, they knew it was this, this, this king's star before they knew anything about the God of Israel or the God that had provided it there. Okay, so they, they saw truth. They were looking for truth. Wisdom seeks truth. Going down. They had gone to King Herod, and when King Herod heard this, I'm in verse 3, when King Herod heard this, he was disturbed. He was upset. And all Jerusalem with him, when he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, and he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will, be shepherd, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child, and as soon as you find him, report to me so that I may go worship him as well. Well, Herod has no plans to go worship him. Herod is disturbed because this, 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 this new king will take his role. This new king is going to mess up his plans. Everybody stay with me. Did you know that God arriving in your reality will mess up your plans if you're not careful? The truth is God's going to change the reality around you. And wisdom not only seeks truth, which he was not seeking. Herod was just trying to keep his own power in place. He was trying to, he was trying to, he was trying to maintain status quo. He wasn't seeking truth. But when truth was suddenly presented to him, watch, you must secondly understand that wisdom not only seeks truth, it accepts truth, whether it's the truth I wanted to hear or not. 
Wisdom will accept truth. What Herod didn't want to accept is Herod didn't want to accept that he wasn't going to be king or that there was another king beyond him or that somehow Messiah had come and that might affect the way he lives his life. Because what Herod's job is, is to maintain peace in Jerusalem so that the Caesar up in Rome won't come down and kill him and replace him. So Herod's goal is not truth. Herod's goal is just keeping peace, keeping status quo, not letting things change. But when truth enters the situation, truth can change things. And you've got to accept truth if it's actually going to be turned into wisdom. You can't, I can't just decide I'm going to reject truth. I, I, I reject the concept of gravity, so I'm going to jump off a building. Nobody can, you can't do that. You can't do that. You have to accept truth and applying and accepting that truth is what gives you wisdom. Verse two, chapter two, verse nine says, after they heard the king, the, the Magi, they went on their way and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them. They saw it again and, and until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. Now, I want you to catch this one. Wisdom, wisdom seeks truth, is constantly looking for it. Wisdom accepts truth when it's found, but wisdom also, stay with me, pursues truth. Now, I don't want you to understand, it's not like truth is running away from me. But once I see it and I accept it, to understand that something is true is different than understanding why it's true. So I'm pursuing truth at a deeper and deeper and deeper level so that I can understand why this works this way. Why is this star here? They're wondering, where is this king? We just met King Herod. What's up with this new king? There's something going on here. I know there is something this star is telling me. I know the basics, but I must now get deeper down into it. This is true in all of our, every area of our lives. We must accept that there is truth and we got to look, seek for it. Then when we find it, we've got to accept it. Do you understand I'm giving you, I'm actually giving you a great counseling session right now. There's truth in your life. When you find it, you've got to accept it. Once you accept it, you've got to pursue it deeper so you get down to why. It's not just that this is true. Why is that true? Okay, let's dig deeper and let's begin to understand why that's true in my life. What is God doing? What is God telling me? Where is he leading me? I've gotten to the general area. Now I've got to get, look, they got to the general area of Israel. Now they've actually got to get to the child. They've got to get to the Messiah. They've got to get to the source. They've got to find it. You've got to pursue truth and dig even deeper. Wisdom pursues truth. Wisdom seeks truth. It accepts truth. It pursues truth. And then it says, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Watch. Wisdom invests in truth. It puts its resources where the truth is. Now, I, I, I could go as basic as you need to invest in your ability to be smarter. You need to invest in your education. You need to invest in your development. You need to invest in all of that. Wisdom invests in truth. But it also means that I need to invest in my life in those things that are real, not just those things that are fake. Too many people are chasing the fun things in life, and they're not real. They're not true. You know, they're, they're running out. They're trying to party in order to get rid. They're trying to they're trying to entertain the emptiness out of their soul. 
when the truth is there's an emptiness in their soul. Why? Okay, this is seeking truth. There's an emptiness. Accepting truth. The emptiness is real. And then, and then all of a sudden from there, uh, pursuing truth. Why is there an emptiness? Once I figure out that emptiness is there and I understand why, I've got to begin to invest in it, which might mean i got to start going to church. i got to invest some time. i got to get around other people. My friends are leading me into a deep pit that I'm not going to get out of. i got to find some new friends. I doesn't mean i got to hate those people. i just got to start hanging more with people that are going to take me to a better place. I got what, Whatever it might be, I've got to begin to invest in what is true in my life. I got to begin to invest in what is going to make me different, better, uh, uh, stronger, uh, smarter. What, what's going to make me wise? What is the wise thing to do right now? Invest in that. I've been throwing my money away on, on lottery tickets and, and slot machines. Okay, stop doing that. Just, just hey, y'all, stop. Just quit. Why? Because you've got to invest in what is real. That's not real. Lotteries and slot machines are created to take your money. They are there to take your money. You're never going to win because the computer algorithm won't let you win. Not in the long term. So if I, if, I, if, I, if I win a few hundred million dollars, then I'll donate it to another church because you told me not to buy it. Okay, I'm fine. You know why? Because God takes care of what I need. And God will take care of what you need. But quit throwing things away. I mean, it's just, just one example. I could give you all kinds of examples of that in your life, okay? Ice cream at night, you're trying to fill some void, okay? And it's not your stomach. Everybody all right? We got to understand truth and invest in it. We got to do something about it. And then it says in chapter 2, verse 12, And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Watch. Wisdom seeks truth because it can be found. Wisdom accepts truth when it is found, even if that acceptance is uncomfortable and changes my direction. Wisdom pursues truth so it can get deeper and understand what I just learned. This is true, but why? This is true, but how do I apply it? Wisdom invests in truth. It, 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 you'll, get, you'll get rid of what takes away, and you'll, you'll put time, you'll put effort, you'll put money into what makes you better. And in the end, wisdom defends truth. This is true, and it, 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 it matters. Somebody comes to you and they say, I want my life changed, and you say, well, then you're going to have to do these things. And I don't want to do those things. Well, then you're not going to find truth. Years ago, I, I, I lost my voice for a long period of time. It turns out that I had a bad case of acid reflux that I didn't realize was there. It was burning my vocal cords, and I was unable to speak, which is a big deal when you're a pastor, you know. And so, um, so I went to an otolaryngologist who put me on medication to make this stop. And so I went back to I, the, and, and the guy I went to, the ear, nose, and throat guy I went to was a grumpy, a grumpy old man. Have you ever had a doctor who's a grumpy old man? Yeah. So I sat down and I said, I really don't want to take a pill the rest of my life. He, he just sat there and he stared at me. He like, like you're an idiot. You know, you know how those doctors do. And what he said to me is he said, well, you don't have to. I said, oh, really? Well, then what, what, what are my options? He said, well, you can stop taking the pill. You'll get cancer in your throat and you'll die. But you don't have to take the pill. I went, oh. And he said, you should keep taking the pill. I went, oh, okay, I understand. So to this day, I still take a pill to, to take care of acid reflux because, you know, I don't, I don't want to see the other outcome. Watch. He defended a truth. He did it in a very rude way, and probably he should have had better bedside manner. I get that. But he defended truth, and we have to do the same thing. The truth is when we find it, we've got to surrender to it. Here's what I want you to know this Christmas. Jesus is the truth you need. 
You've got to seek him in every area of life. You've got to seek him. And when you find him, you've got to accept him. Accept Jesus as the truth in your life, even though it may, cha it may change an awful lot of things. It may shift your friend group. It may shift your patterns. It may shift. I don't know. I don't know. You've got to accept it. You've got to pursue him more deeply every day so that you can know his voice, know when he's speaking to you. You've got to invest in him with your time, with your talent, with your treasure. Why? Because he's the one that's going to make a difference in your life, and you've got to defend him to the world around you. Why? Not because God needs you to defend him, but because people around you need to know that he's real. And we need to quit giving in to this idea that we've just got to let, okay, fine, maybe my God isn't real. That's fine. I just I want to follow him anyway. It's my thing. No, our God is real. Our God is true. And it's time we took that truth and turned it into a wisdom that changes our lives and changes the lives of people around us because it can. This is what really matters. This is why Jesus came. He came to set us free. Watch. The religious folks of the day wanted to stop him. But the folks that were willing to dig and find and travel and invest in truth, they found him to be real. It'll be the same way in your life if you'll just let him. Let me pray for you. Oh, God, speak to us right now. In this, in this, in this season where we celebrate your arrival, Jesus, Remind us that you are, you are the way, you are the truth, you are the life. Remind us that, that if we will follow you and apply what you tell us to do, apply your word, apply your wisdom, apply your presence, Lord, if we'll actually apply it, that you'll begin to change our lives in the most powerful ways. Let us invest our lives in you because you're what's eternal and you're what matters. Let us defend you so that others may look up and see that you are real and you are true. God, in the end, thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for coming. Now, like those wise men, let us pursue you so that we will always know you. Thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, so we are studying the Magi, and these guys are pretty interesting because they have objective knowledge and an objective truth about what they believe mm -hmm. about the stars, about astrology. Ast astronomy. Astronomy. Astrology. Very different than astrology. Yes, very different. <laughs> they are astronomers, not astrologists. So we know. <laughs> they study the stars yeah. and all that the stars have to say, and that leads them uh -huh. to another whole objective truth in reality. Right. That probably challenged everything that they thought they knew. But is it interesting? I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. It's in, they studied astronomy. God sent a different star. Yeah. In this moment. In the physical. Mm -hmm. To display the spiritual. I just think that's yeah. so. There was no arguing with the fact there was a star. Yeah. There was a star in the sky. Or that's brighter or something's yeah, changed. We don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. And. So that could happen even today. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, you could give a physical reason for that happening, a logical, mm -hmm. physical, scientific reason for that happening, but the timing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know, that's yeah. what's so special about it. God goes, let on. <laughs> you know, but. But it led to a person. Uh huh. It, 
it yeah. didn't lead to some huge change in just the tides right or whatever i don't know that much about any of this but it, it was, wouldn't have it done was, that yeah it was it brought them to a, a human right. a little a baby out right. of all things but that potentially but, a one-year-old yeah yeah wild yeah yeah that just blows my mind so by the way i should pause and say because some uh, biblical historians think that the star shows up when jesus is born mm -hmm. therefore the magi would have followed the star after seeing it and would have taken maybe months and months for them to get there yeah long journey so, yeah the question is how old was jesus when they actually showed up mm -hmm. none of that matters i'm sorry yeah and where did they come from the east somewhere in the east yes so which by the, by the way are India? the most ancient many of the most ancient cultures are that direction india china uh somewhere somewhere that direction you're mm -hmm. you're probably still on the mainland uh so you're probably not talking you're probably not talking uh anything further than uh, some some portions of china that we know had highly developed societies mm -hmm. during this time already yeah so really in impressive india in the, the 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 oldest religion in the world is Hinduism mm -hmm. that anybody can trace, can trace. Yeah, and so you know it's By the very Indus possible. River. Yeah. Yes, it's very possible that we're from there, mm -hmm. that area. It's also very possible the second oldest religion in the world is Buddhism, mm -hmm. which is just further east. So we know that existed in an organized fashion, and then the third is Judaism. Mm -hmm. So you've now got someone coming from one of these other two religious backgrounds walking into judaism asking mm -hmm. about this star that indicates a king in mm -hmm. judaism and they're coming from hinduism or buddhism yeah as representatives as representatives yeah. of a yeah. larger people group yes yes basically to say everything that we know that we've learned has led us to this person in this point and he is the king and we're going to pay homage to him yeah and then interestingly enough moderns would would be like well but they would be opposed to judaism no they wouldn't hinduism and buddhism don't work that way uh, they'll they'll accept another god, and so so they came in accepting another king, not believing that challenged the existing the existence of any of their theology. Yeah. So it's 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 just a whole different way of thinking than moderns think. It's pretty so. wild. Okay, so um, practical ways that we can apply truths. Let's talk about that. Right. We learn truth from God's word, mm -hmm. and um, just like the Magi, they they applied the knowledge that they had right to mm -hmm. attain true wisdom. Right. right, true knowledge. So, what about our personal spiritual lives? Like, how do we go about making what we're reading action? Mm -hmm. How do we go about and, and act on it? Well, I think I think that that the, this story works so well for me because it, there is a truth. Mm. The only truth they start with is the star changed. Mm. Okay, that star had meaning for them that drove them toward the Middle East, toward Jerusalem. Now they did the work of preparing, of traveling, of getting to where that truth was. They dug into it. They traveled to where that mm -hmm. truth was. We have to do that in our thinking, in our in our intellect. We must travel to, because they're, they're looking to say, this is mm -hmm. true. Right. But the question they're trying to answer is why. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so they begin to work their way toward the why. And when they get to the why, their first encounter is with someone that won't accept the why and wants to stop it. Mm. That's Herod. So they go around that to get to the actual why, and they find Jesus. Mm. Jesus is why this star is there. Now, what, 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 what we don't have from the Magi is they, they, they then invest, they, they give their money, because you know, and we, which we have to do. They go home. Mm. Okay, that's all we have is they go back home. 
But there is a why of why Jesus is here that goes so much deeper mm-hmm. than just, I need to give him my stuff or I need to give him gifts. That's good. There's a why here that once you get into that, now you, because we're Christians, mm-hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to say why, and we're going to dig back into the Old Testament, and you're going to find all this evidence that all of these prophecies that get fulfilled by Jesus, here's the why mm. of all that. Okay, now all of that's starting to fall into place. Now we get all this here. So watch, Old Testament talks about the coming Messiah. The Gospels talk about the arrived Messiah. Mm. From Acts to Revelation talks about the Messiah we've experienced. And so all of it points to this center point. And so, and so the rest of the New Testament we're going to read to understand why he had to die on the cross, why he was teaching us, why he told us, uh, why he acted the way he did toward the woman at the well, why he acted the way toward, he did toward the woman who was taken in adultery, why he acted the way he did toward the Pharisees, why he acted, you see what I'm saying? We, yeah. get, we get into all the why. There's a ton of whys mm-hmm. you can get into once you accept the, the person mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah. So that was probably more than you asked for. No, that was great. That was really, really good. I'm just kind of hung up on this idea of the star and Mm -hmm. God using this real thing in the sky to point to Jesus because only three dudes show up, Mm -hmm. just three guys. Do you think that God in his goodness, when somebody is pursuing truth, the truth Mm -hmm. in their heart of hearts and are in a system that doesn't have what it needs to reveal truth, or it's got all this obscurity surrounding it, perhaps what we would call a false religion Mm -hmm. or belief system or ideology that's inhibiting us from seeing truth. But, But in our heart of hearts, we want it, that God will use something from within that system to lead us to him. Like they're looking at the stars and he's like, well, if they're looking at the stars, I'll, I'll put a new star up there. Yes, and I can tell you stories, modern stories. Inside of Islam, mm-hmm. it is, of course, inside of Islamic countries, uh, Christianity is banned entirely. But inside of Islam, one of the ways God speaks clearly is through dreams. Mm-hmm. When you speak to our missionaries who are secretly on the field behind enemy lines inside these countries where what they are doing is illegal, mm. when you speak to our missionaries, they will tell you story after story after story of people who have dreams where they see God or they see Jesus. God is using dreams, something real in that belief system to speak to people and get them to these missionaries that can tell them about Jesus. Yeah. We see that happening over and over again. God will use God will use all kinds of things inside of where you are. God will use what you believe in to drive you to where you need to be. And, and, and so it, it, whatever it is you're chasing, God will use that reality. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll, he'll find a star to put in there that you'll see, yeah. that you'll chase and you'll go after. That's so good. Mm-hmm. You know, I've even seen, this is a larger discussion, but I've seen people who have been in really close-minded mm-hmm. Christian circles. Yes. Or at least that appear to be Christian in every way. They have the Bible, they preach, right. they teach, but they're also just really 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 oppressive in the way that they go about it they're missing a lot of the truth and the grace of christ and they walk away from their faith and we we have terms for that you know Mm -hmm. like they'll they'll uh be de-churched or unchurched or Mm -hmm. they'll they'll 
deconstruct their faith and walk away. And right. many people who watch us every week have done that, right? Right. Um, but as they pursued truth, they thought they were going to end up somewhere various, else. Somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, that there was more or there was something deeper. Mm-hmm. And they still end up coming back to Jesus. C.S. Just Lewis, Jesus Lee himself. Strobel, all these examples of great, right. great teachers yeah. who set out to to debunk. Debunk, disprove, yeah. And instead they were convinced. They were convinced. Yeah, yeah time yeah. and time again. Well, that gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. And uh, it makes me look at Christmas a little bit different this season. Right. You know, and ho- has, I have hope for those who are seeking truth, truly seeking truth, to find Jesus. Pray for a star and pray for plenty of people willing to chase it. Yep. See beyond the presence and Santa and everything else and see yep. the reason. Right. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining us. We hope that this resource helped you in your journey towards loving God and loving people better every single day. If you enjoyed this, please take a second, share it with your friends. And last, we wanted to give a special thanks to all of you who give generously to this ministry. It's because of you all that this is possible. And if you'd like to learn more about how to partner with us financially, go ahead and click give for more information. We appreciate anything that you can do to help. So thanks again for being a member of our online family. We love serving Jesus with you.